Hey everyone, this is Miss Self Love, and we have a special guest tonight on the podcast. His name is Anwar Taylor. Anwar Taylor, can you just tell us about yourself briefly? Hey guys. Yeah, so like Miss Self Love said, my name is Anwar Taylor. I'm 30 years old and I'm a relationship coach, and the Instagram handle is Everyday Mentorship. Okay, everyone. So just be aware of the fact that he is 30 years old and he is going to tell us some great stuff today. So on to the episode. Hey, everyone. This is Ms. Self Love. And tonight I am so excited because I have a special guest and I always get excited about my special guest. And his name is Anwar. And he is a relationship expert. So we're going to get all of the questions answered. The main question we're just going to get all of the questions answered that we need to get answered from Anwar, the relationship expert. So Anwar, do you want to say hi to everyone? What's going on? The listeners of Miss Self Love, this is absolutely amazing uh, to be a guest. So I appreciate you having me on here. Oh my God, thank you. I'm so excited to have you on here. I appreciate you being on here. So Anwar, we are going to get right into it for the listeners. So as you know, the majority of my listeners, they're single women, you know, it's a lot going on out here in these streets. Like I just did an episode about ghosting, Mm -hmm. like, you know, people just up and leaving someone with no response. You know, it's a lot of friends with benefits going on out here. I talk about that a lot as well. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of men don't want to commit. They want to put women in the friends with benefits zone. Mm-hmm. It's like they know they're not ready to be in a relationship but they still want the benefit. So it's a lot going on out in these streets mm-hmm. for single women and it's just a lot going on. So this is why I just preach self-love a lot because you gotta love yourself nowadays. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. So the first question is what causes a man to commit like what's going on out here in these streets on like help us out please <laughs> uh we'll say there's so many different factors that that causes a man to commit or lack of commitment you know you you got to look at it on an individual basis and but you could also look at some trends so i'll say on the individual basis some factors that play into it is you know what was his example of a relationship growing up i can i can speak for myself and say that i didn't necessarily see a healthy long-lasting ongoing relationship growing up now that doesn't mean that you know my parents were were bad people for sure they they created a loving environment for my sister and i but i did not grow up seeing what a long-lasting healthy committed relationship looked like so that carried on throughout most of my teenage life and even college life, honestly. And my tendency was to be what my good friend Mike would describe as a serial monogamist. 
and mm. yeah, yeah, he hit me with that. Uh, what is that? I've never heard that term. Can you explain that? Yes, yes. A serial monogamist is someone who goes from relationship to relationship, one on ones. So they may not have a full roster, but they are going from relationship to relationship, and none of them last for a long period of time. It's it's short stints because that's all they really know. They don't know how to really be single, but they also don't juggle a whole lot of significant others at the same time. Mm, wow, wow. Okay, so that sounds like a lot what's going on out here in these streets. So what... So, okay, so finish what you were saying. Yeah, no, no, no. So, so, that, so that was me for the most part. And so it wasn't necessarily that I didn't want to commit I just didn't have the model I didn't have a example I I, I was never the type that tried to balance multiple women I, I would consider myself a, a pretty solid dude but honestly I didn't really have that model growing up so beyond the initial we're talking and now we're kind of hanging now beyond that stage I really didn't know what else to do I'll be honest, you know and then you couldn't really go to your peers for that model because everybody was doing the same thing so you but, know if, if, you, if you look at if you look at an individual you got to look at you know what was his or her, what was his upbringing what examples did he have but could I just ask you a serious question like I also know like I talk about this on, on an episode I say that just because like let's say for example there's somebody a guy that did have a good upbringing mm-hmm. you know and he just hanging around with his friends that are, you know, doing bad things. Like, what about that? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, we want to be a part of the group. We don't want to ever feel like we're outcasts. That's across the board, right? And Mm -hmm. relationships are no different. So, if the majority of your circle are single people, then your tendencies, your thought process, your, your patterns are going to be that of a single person's thought process, right? So that is that is a very simple way to look at that particular aspect. If you talk about, okay, well, out of a group of five guys, you know, four of them are single, one of them's in a relationship. Well, of course, he's going to wind up doing stuff that the rest of his crew is doing. He doesn't want to feel like an outcast. So until he gets around people who are in a relationship like he is, then a lot of his tendencies are going to be hard to break out of that single person tendency mode. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so, so that's that's a major factor. Now, we can look at another, we'll call it another profile or another avatar of, of a guy. You know, let's just say there's a, a decent brother who, you know, is not necessarily in the best financial spot yet. You know, that is a, a huge factor. Guys don't want to commit if they don't feel like, I'll say a good dude won't even commit if he doesn't feel like he's in a position to be able to provide and, and really uh, help set that foundation for a, a eventual marriage. Okay, but so then I understand what you're saying, but then that's where the friends with benefits thing comes in. So it's mm. like they know they're not financially they know Mm -hmm. they know and they know you know so but then they still say hey they still want the benefits and they want to treat this like a relationship Mm -hmm. 
or even they have a girlfriend been with five years oh I can't get married I'm not in a financial situation there was this guy that this girl that I talked about on a Steve Harvey show a young pretty girl I felt so sorry for her like she asked Steve Harvey she said she was in a friends with benefits situation for six years she wasn't even the girlfriend and she said the guy didn't want to be- make her the girlfriend because he's not financially stable. Mm-hmm. And she going to ask Steve Harvey, what do she do? Like, what do she do? Like, what do you do? And that's like, can you help? help? Like, please, help. what do you do? I, I'll, I'll be real. I would say a dude is going to get out of a situationship what is allowed. I'll be, I'll be real. That's Please. that is that is that is if that is what is allowed in that particular scenario in that situation, then yeah, of course we're going to continue to get out of it what we want to get out of it. If that relationship is is that of hey, look, we're not we're not breaking the the sexual barrier right now. We're going we're going to you know she's going to hold off or he's going to hold off or whatever. Then you're not worried about oh, I'm putting out and not getting a committed relationship in return. Like why why do we have this tendency to to be intimate and then expect the relationship to come out of it? Why why is it that order? Why is it not the focus on well let's have the relationship first and then we become intimate? That's that's where I kind of get curious. This is what I'm saying. I just said this. I'm glad you said it mm-hmm. without me saying it, mm-hmm. but but I did say this in the back. This is what I'm trying to explain to women and men and whoever listens to my podcast. I'm like, you can't base a relationship off of sex. Like, nope. you have to get to know the person first. And then, you know, that's why I'm telling, like, set some boundaries for yourself. Like, all right, we could be friends until we get our stuff together. And then we could bring the sex in because sex is just icing on a cake. You can't base a relationship off of sex. So that's what you're confirming here. For sure. For sure. And, and you know, and, and you can't complain that, oh, he hasn't put a ring on it or, or oh, he has. And oh, he, you know, he is expecting wifely duties, but yet he's not committing. OK, well, what else is being bargained with in that relationship? You know, like I said, have you have y'all started having sex early? Have y'all moved in together you know you you can't you can't a dude is going to take out of that relationship what he wants to and and the same for ladies i I know it's not necessarily you know one side or the other but for sure on on the brother's end if if that boundary isn't set then we're going to assume that she's cool with it and so if that isn't established ahead of time then that becomes a problem later on down the road Oh my God. Thank you so much. You really just touched my whole soul right now. Like, <laughs> and I just needed you to say this because, you know, when I say it, it's like, oh, womp, womp, womp. But if you say it, it's like heirs are listening, you know? So I'm just so like excited you said that. Like, set the boundary. This is why I tell my listeners to write down what you want. If you don't set boundaries with inside yourself, you can't even set boundaries with anyone else. Excuse the background. Sheesh. You can't even set boundaries with, with you can't set, you gotta set the boundaries with inside yourself first. Yeah. That's why I tell them to write it down and to um, know what you want so yeah. you don't go around bumping your head all over the place, right? Is that true? 
No, it, it is. And I, I'll, I'll give you, again, uh, even a personal testimony. I, and I will keep the names completely anonymous. Of uh, course. For, for yeah. their protection. Um, yeah. I, I can recall two instances in college, especially very early on, I think it was my, my freshman or sophomore year, where I was trying to talk to one girl and we, we kind of, you know, hit it off. But I learned that she was not having it sexually she was like hey i'm saving myself for marriage or hey you know this is like i don't cross that boundary and as i will say at at a somewhat respectable dude we are not going to force beyond that boundary we're not going to do it so you know what i I left i left her alone and and it wasn't necessarily saying that oh you know she she was you know misguided or or i was but you know what? That, like you said, there was a healthy boundary that was established. And I said, you know what? I, I respect that. You know, we we didn't go further than that. And I was like, you know what? I, I respect that. Um, and so I think sometimes people are scared. And I'll say sometimes ladies, I think, are scared that they won't be either attractive or they won't have value or they won't, you know, be with somebody unless they put out and 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 that's not the case i think for someone who really presents themselves well it 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 doesn't it doesn't need to to require sex it doesn't need to require at at that stage and so yeah like like you said man that that boundary is something that i'll see any respectable dude is is going to respect they're not going to to push beyond that oh my god thank you so much i'm just listening to you like wow i needed to hear this yeah, you got you got I'm, you guys are a huge driving force. I will say that you guys are a huge driving force. I'm just so happy you said this for my listeners. They needed to hear this. <laughs> Thank you for you know being so well spoken and telling the truth and saying what. So so get to get to the point. Basically, it's a sex boundary. It's a it's a it's a it's a boundary of what you think you are willing to to compromise on. Mm-hmm. So, if you're willing to compromise on, say, for example, not uh, putting out sexually, if you're willing to to compromise on, you know, living with your 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 boyfriend or your girlfriend, whoever mm-hmm. you're, you're if you're compromising on that, and mm-hmm. then, and then two to three months down the road, you're saying, well, this person now is expecting me to do wifely duties, but yet he hasn't committed. Well this space has not been created for a husband and wife environment but yet he hasn't committed so why did you agree to to move in why was that why was that space created was it just out of convenience money wise was it just out of well this was the next logical step so i think we have to understand well what is what is the expectation when i make this decision Yes, I love this. I'm just listening to you talk. Like, you took over the whole show, which is great. (laughs) Because I be, like, saying this every podcast, and I just be feeling like I'm screaming my throat out. I wonder if everyone, anyone's listening to me. (laughs) But I just love that you're confirming everything. I just keep on preaching. Yeah. (laughs) And you say it so well. So, you know, hopefully my audience gets this message from 
you. I love the way you tell, um, you know, you basically saying take responsibility for yourself and your boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Take and, responsibility for the situation you created, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it doesn't have to be from a self-defeating. Like, you know, I, I hope that it, it doesn't over swing, you know, to, well, now everything is my fault because that's not healthy at all either. But no, but you is, got no. I don't mean to interrupt. Take yeah, responsibility yeah. yourself. No, listen. People need to hear this too. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> it's all good. Taking responsibility for yourself and your actions doesn't mean everything is your fault. Mm-hmm. But you have to take responsibility for the part you played in it because you played a part in it. Yeah. Okay. But go ahead. Finish. Everything's not their fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Every everything is 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 not you guys' fault. But at the same time, definitely, like you said, ask. You know what is going to come of this decision that I'm making. If I'm choosing to to move in with this person, if I've set the precedent that I'm always going to drive to to his house, or you know, or if I've set the precedent that I'm always going to you know buy things or whatever the case may be. And again, this this false expectation being created can go both sides, right? For for men, and of course, for men or for women. Uh, but you know, if you start putting in way more effort than you see that is being reciprocated and you ignore it initially it's not going to really change down the road it's just going to become amplified and you're going to get to a certain point where now you there's resentment so why so why not be real about what the effort level is on both sides early on this is a relationship expert he is the bomb i'm just like <laughs> And all, I'm going to listen to uh, his podcast. What's your podcast? State your podcast. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. It'll be it'll be launching very, very soon. But mm-hmm. it is built to last a bond more than love. Yeah, I'm going to be tuning in. I'm like, yes, I love it. <laughs> and I tell you, a lot of these things are out of lessons that, that I had to learn or... or you know, yeah. I, I had conversations with, with good friends of mine and just observed. So, yeah, a lot of this is out of the uh, the blood, sweat, and tears of, of myself and others. Okay. Mine's too. <laughs> Mine's too. You know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no, I'm, I'm glad I, you know, I'm able to lend some, some value to your listeners there. Oh, this is value. This is the ultimate value. You don't understand. <laughs> Seriously. So, um, thank you for all of that. That was like amazing. Like, I could go on and talk about that for hours, but you know, right, right, right. You gotta get on to that because I could just go on. But you know, we're gonna get on to the next to the next question. So, you were adding. I met you through uh, at achieving wealth effortlessly. Uh, the mindset coach. Go to her page, and she introduced me to you guys. Were at an entrepreneur summit. So yeah. explain that, and how did that? How what's, what's that about? Oh my goodness, man! You know, yes, being a relationship expert definitely lends itself to romantic relationships, but it also lends itself to learning about strategic relationships, and that is what for sure came out of that summit. And ironically enough the relationship that brought me to the summit was someone who has been a big brother mentor for me for almost 10 years now. So a guy named Brent Simpson, and I have no problem shouting his name out because he's made a huge impact on my life. Uh, He put on this summit, his, his company is called bold vision enterprise. 
and I love it. he he brought together about 20 very respectable entrepreneurs in their own respect uh, oh. uh <laughs> achieving wealth effortlessly being very one, respectable being, being yeah. one of them and yeah. what came out of that was so many different collaborations it, there was so much growth personally professionally as well as business growth that came out of it it was it was a three-day summit up in Dutch country Lancaster Pennsylvania but it was man it, it, it was it was a lot very power packed but it was it was a great great summit I I, I told I told, I told Brent and told Lori I said look next year you're gonna easily have twice the amount of people here at least yeah I'm gonna be there I already got my foot in the door so yes it, it was I'll it was amazing absolutely yeah. amazing I love it. It is amazing. I really love it. And um, so thank you for that. And um, the next question is, so we know you put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to being a relationship expert. So Mm -hmm. what have you, I mean, how do you take this into your, so you're married. Yes. So how do you take all of the things you learn and make a happy relationship with your wife, like any tips on how to keep a healthy relationship going? Oh man. I mean, that is literally the inspiration for the podcast is is, is how to do that. But there's so many things. I mean, it's going to change depending on the season. Um, You know, I, it's funny. I was on another podcast uh, from a friend of mine. Um, who asked what is the definition of manhood that that resonates with us and especially this season had really brought it out and it's that of you provide the role that's needed at the time right so you know the the biggest thing that I think as far as you know different strategies and tips and and and, and different methods I think all of that kind of boils down to, to one mindset and that's you know, as, as a husband, I have to play the role that I'm needed. So if that is, you know, cook one day, if it's, you know, uh, uh, picking up the, the groceries another day, or if it's, if it's helping right. out with laundry, whatever, whatever it is to move the ship forward, then that's what I need to do. That's beautiful. And really quickly, and what made you commit to your wife and want to marry her? Like, what was it? What happened? <laughs> need to know yeah it's funny we just had that conversation last night um, oh wow yeah only because we were also recording the first episode last night too and, okay and, and so for sure the full story will be on the podcast but uh, i told her that it wasn't one moment it was a gradual progression but wow it it, it, it really got confirmed when i started to see things that told me she was somebody who i could not only enjoy the good times with but I could also traverse some of the challenging times with and so no finish go ahead I need to know sorry about that yeah no no I mean that was that was when when that got when that got confirmed over time that to me said you know what this is this is the person that that I can build life with like again it it won't just be somebody who we enjoy good times with and Mm, yeah it, it was somebody who I can go through these different aspects of life, challenging, good, unpredictable, whatever it is, and we will come on the other side of it successful. And that that kept happening again and again. And we said, you know what, this this makes sense for us. 
Oh my God, I love that. How much time did it take exactly for you to do um, marry her? <laughs> Sorry about that. But I gotta know. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will. I will tell you, but I also tell you it's more of the the, the tip of the iceberg. So we got married after being together for about two, about two years. That's beautiful. That's a good time. Two years. Yeah, but I but I will say it was the what 15 16 18 years before that of learned lessons <laughs> that, that really played into it okay so you okay no i don't mean to interrupt you this is important for the listeners and for myself so you you said you had 18 years of learned lessons yeah and then you got married to your wife after two years yes so we need to be looking for somebody with 18 years of learned lessons is that what we need to be doing <laughs> it, I'm just trying look, to get this straight. Yeah, no, I, I say look for somebody who has intentionally learned and improved from their past relationships. If somebody is still carrying the same baggage from relationship to relationship, they're probably going to carry it into the current relationship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're having your conversations, you know, when you're when you're dating and and, and, and seriously dating, I, I kind of put that caveat, not just casually dating, but if you're seriously dating, and you guys are talking about different things that are that are that are either troubling you or, or different things that you might be hesitant to, to to move forward in the relationship with. Those things are, are worth really digging up before expecting it to go to the next level. You know, like I said, there there was a lot of lessons that I had to learn over multiple failed relationships that if I didn't, I was not going to be any good to her moving forward. Wow, this some deep shit. <laughs> it's deep in a rap. It's deep in a rap. <laughs> I know, I'm just so happy with your honesty. Like for once, a man telling the truth. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. We, we, so, do, we do exist. The, the, the brothers who tell the truth. We, we do exist. <laughs> No, but this is, uh, I love it. Um, you heard that, everyone listening, you know. But at the end of the day, you still took two years to marry her. Yes, you know? yes, yes. yes. Okay. We, yeah, we, we, had, we had been, you know, dating for about a year and a okay. half. And then Good. I'd say that that last year and a half, we, we had serious conversations. And we talked all the time about, you know, if we were together, what would this look like? What would that look like? There was... Yeah there wasn't a whole lot that was left up to assumption when when I decided to propose. Now, we couldn't anticipate everything. There's things that happened that there's no way we would have anticipated, but I'll say a lot of the major things didn't need to be guessed on. We had actually worked out a lot of the major things before I even proposed. This is so beautiful. I love it. So... So we shouldn't be waiting five to ten years for somebody to propose to us. That is a tough one to break down. I would say I would say it shouldn't really take that long, but it can. I would say look at why it's taking that long. A, a time isn't necessarily what you should be measuring. It's it's really what is being developed in that time. So what took some people probably six, seven years to really communicate to each other, to really establish as a foundation. 
we established in about two years and it, and it's, it's because we were just very intentional about it you know we we did a lot of work <laughs> you know we we didn't we didn't just date each other just to say okay let's just have fun and we did have fun we, we still do have a lot of fun mm-hmm. we also went to workshops and 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 seminars and and read mm. books like we Oh, we we were oh. we were intentional. Well, we hit it. Say that again. I went to seminars and read books. Go back real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we read probably twice uh, within the first maybe eight months. Uh, the five love languages. Uh, oh my god! We, we hit we hit a serious rough patch probably about six months in, and we wound up going to this seminar that was literally called fight night and it talked about how to resolve conflicts because we knew we had to yes so you know they said but but there was a commitment early on that we said okay beyond beyond this moment we had a serious rough patch and we said beyond that moment we are going to be intentional about doing what we need to do for us to be successful as a couple oh my this is what i'm saying this is what I've been saying. I love this. And the five level. Oh my goodness. This is beautiful. You like confirmed everything I've been saying about healthy relationships and how to keep it going. Cause you got to work at it. You got to read books. You got to go to seminar. And it yeah. just don't happen. Right. <laughs> you got to be intentional about the relationship working. Basically. I love the way you say intentional. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and face it, not everybody looks at relationships like they do other aspects of their lives right so you know as much as we put practice into a sport we put practice into you know our our studies or whatever it is right honestly relationships really aren't anything different you 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 practice at it you you analyze what you did wrong beforehand and, and you try to figure out how to make it better going forward but i think sometimes we we complicate it more than that Yes, I love this. This is like, this is what I needed you to say. Thank you for all of this. (laughs) This is amazing information. Yeah, excellent. So, and I'm, I'm, my my goal is is to bring a lot of this to my my coaching clients. Um, Yes. And and obviously, you're a great coach already. I'm just, (laughs) I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So, listen, so when I get, so when I get mad, so you, you basically do, you coach couples? I, I coach singles and couples who are either singles, obviously, who are you know looking for a, a significant other. I, I coach couples who are in a serious, committed relationship uh, who eventually want to work towards marriage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that is that is my primary clientele right now. Eventually, I will be a licensed marriage therapist. Oh my God! But but for right now, this is this is where I I find my home right now. Well, you're great at it. You know what you're talking about. I appreciate so, it. Yeah, anyone that needs uh, relationship coaching and go to uh, let's see here. Every day, his Instagram is everyday underscore mentorship. So every day, like every day, underscore mentor shit dm him please y'all need him 
<laughs> yeah, it's in the, in, in the in the the coaching style is very individualized, very personalized. So we're not just going to give theory and, and and abstract advice. You know, it, it gets very personalized. We figure out, you know, what is somebody's strengths. You know, what what are some of the things that are holding them back? What were what were things that went wrong in past relationships? We we really get into it. This is beautiful. So me and my future fiance will be at your door. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep the door open. Keep some uh, keep some coffee waiting for y'all. <laughs> yeah, coffee. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for this. Is there any last words, Anwar, that you would like to say to the listeners? I I would I would say just take any kind of advice from somebody who is genuinely invested in relationships you know whether it be myself whether it be miss self-love herself you know take it take it seriously if that is your actual goal if not if your goal isn't to have a long sustaining relationship then what we say means absolutely nothing but (laughs) if that is your goal then folks like miss self-love and myself you know we're here for you as a resource so please don't hesitate to, to use folks like us well, go well. Let's be go to him for a relationship coaching. Come to me if you got dumped or whatever. <laughs> that's right. That's right. The breakup coaching. That's right. That's yes. Right. Come to me when you. I got y'all. You know. So. Absolutely. Well, thank yeah. Thanks for having me on. I wrote, I had fun with this. I know you did. I had a lot of fun too. I'm at, I'm listening. I'm. <laughs> sure. I'm learning. You learn something new every day. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So, uh, okay. So thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening and have a nice night. Take care, guys.